Hey, greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore podcast. We've been podcasting for six years, maybe over seven, I don't, seven. seven years. And uh, there are some issues that we've been waiting to tackle till we feel like we have the maturity and um, authority and presence to do it. And this this one <laughs> is one of those. Uh, Michael, you it was your idea. What is it? <laughs> it's the Mount Rushmore of Hostess snack cakes. Any brand, well, uh, any variety, any whatever throughout <laughs> history or, you know, uh, and I chose it for a couple different reasons. Um, one, when I used to walk home from high school, my mom, who was a health nut and former Miss Natural Olympia and, or Miss Natural Universe, you know, she was a bodybuilder. Uh, every day coming home from school, I always had like some sort of sweet treat, like just walk, you know, I'd you know, walk home from high school and there would be like like a cinnamon roll from like our favorite like French uh, bakery nearby or she'd have and never varied. It was either like that or it was like um, a hostess cupcake, like that two pack hostess chocolate cupcake. And so I just have like this core memory of um, just like that was just in my life for like three to four years, like almost every day after school. But the other thing that got me thinking about it was um, my son has been gaga over like hostess ding-dongs or ho-ho. <laughs> he likes a little sweet treat himself after dinner or whatever. And I think Emily got him one once or bought him a box of, I don't know which one it was. I think it was the um, the ho-hos. And we've kind of gone back and forth over the last year or so. So this kid, even though he hasn't had like a Twinkie yet or anything like that, he's like heavily indoctrinated into like the hostess lifestyle. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, you know, it's like one of the, it's nostalgia and it's fun and delicious at times and disgusting at times and everything that a good, uh, a good sugary pop culture snack cake should be. Yeah. And Michael, I appreciate that you limited this to hostess. Oh, okay. Because fuck you, Intonmans. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> right? Is that what you're saying, basically? <laughs> Little Debbie can go to hell. Yeah, taste tasty uh, cakes or what are the the the, the yeah. well I guess little Debbie's now part of the hostess empire, I think. Mm. Unless I'm mistaken. Um, Is it? I'm looking that up right now. I don't want it. It almost falling. feels like like Sony Sony buying up all the different smaller record labels or something like that, you know, or uh um Universal uh buying buying I, I hope I'm wrong. You are wrong. Uh, they okay. are owned by McKee Foods, which is okay, a private great. and family held, privately held and family owned American snack food and granola manufacturer Sweet. headquartered in Collegedale, Tennessee. Awesome! So, so happy to hear that. But yeah, you know, she, that, that does make me feel good. She better watch out, or Chief Big Wheels is going to come after her. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's one thing that I think is fun. Yeah, well, right. for for. Since I didn't really do the typical introduction, Richard is the other person who you're hearing and seeing. That's right. And um, I think, Michael, one thing you bring up is how fun the, uh, since they're often uh, marketed towards young people, they're often used uh, uh, mascots or are, are oh, often the yeah. spokes, spokes sure. characters for these. And and uh, and those are a lot of fun, too. So um, why don't we jump in? And since uh, uh, Michael chose it, Richard starts. Sure. Let's go with one that's got a classic uh, mascot, and that would be Twinkie the Kid. All right. The mascot of Twinkies. Cool. I'm waiting for Michael uh, to say, oh, on my list, too, because this is such an obvious pick. I just can't imagine Michael wouldn't have chosen it. 
Well, I have Twinkies, but I don't have those Twinkies. So I can I, I can pivot okay. to I can pivot to my Twinkie after you've had your say of your Twinkie. Oh, good. Okay, good, good, good. Um, Twinkies are kind of the, I would say the quintessential Hostess snack cake. Agreed. In a lot of ways, I think if you were to think of one Hostess product, there's probably two that would specifically come to mind. Uh, Twinkies being one of them. And they're just, they've become so ingrained in pop culture that they are now the shorthand for the food that you would eat after the nuclear war when it's just you and the, and the cockroaches left. What an incredible marketing campaign that was. Can you imagine that that was probably just dreamed up by Twinkies being like, listen, this is this food that everyone can have and they'll be, they'll be stockpiling their, their nuclear fallout shelters with this thing. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily strike confidence in you as someone who eats snack products. I think the Twinkies were one of the choices in our episode of foods that you would trust to eat way past their expiration date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So if you want to hear more about Twinkies in terms of expiration dates, go back and listen to that episode. Lots of good discussion about gross things that we would eat. Um, But I just love the Twinkies are just so ingrained in pop culture now. I was reading the Wikipedia page about Twinkies, and I didn't realize that they started to become really popular even in countries that didn't sell Twinkies because oh. they were referenced in Ghostbusters. Oh. Egon is explaining, is trying to explain the uh, uh, normal level of psychokinetic activity in New York, and he yeah. talks about how if, if it was a Twinkie, the Twinkie representing New York would be 30 feet five feet long. And Winston goes, oh, that's a big Twinkie. That's a big Twinkie. <laughs> and that line just got, pe- got people all over the world interested to know more about these delicious products that we're making in the United States of America. Um, I also appreciate the fact that the Twinkie is a versatile uh, product. And Michael, sounds like you're going to talk about maybe a variation of the Twinkie, so yeah. I, I won't get too much into that. Um, I am going to the Orange County Fair later today, so I will be seeing and... Who knows? Possibly partaking in the fried Twinkie, mm-hmm. which is Mwah. It's I think it, it's, is I it? Think, I think I think at the Minnesota State Fair that's a one bite novelty food for me. Like you 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 buy it because you think this could be interesting, and then you take one bite and you're like, no, no bueno, no. Huh? I think so. I mean, I my favorite are the deep fried Oreos. That's okay. the one that works the most. But I like me a deep fried Twinkie. I think you got the sponge cake, you got the cream, you deep mm-hmm. fry that, you add something crunchy on top of that. Mm-hmm. I think it works. Yeah. Um, Do you think the brand the brand cachet of a Twinkie uh, led to its um, the acquisition, the Hostess acquisition? Because wasn't the Twinkie was kind of the most visible Hostess product when Hostess was going Chapter Eleven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that I think. I, I think that the out, public outcry over the loss of Twinkies made yeah. probably the parent company now Apollo Global Management, mm-hmm. um, which, boy, isn't that a romantic sounding name, um, <laughs> made them and others realize just how much love there was and how much it would almost feel like something had been ripped out of the fabric of America if there's no if there were no more Twinkies. Yeah. I, you know? I, 
I agree with that. This also said that Walmart, this is in 2016, Walmart was selling prepackaged frozen versions of the deep fried Twinkie at stores. So like, wow, that was, that's a weird twist right there. So right. they're in 2013, their hostess goes bankrupt. And then um, by 2016, there's deep fried ones. And then by 2017, other flavors were introduced. And maybe we'll talk about those. Well, this is, we'll talk about, uh, let me let's segue into mine. And Richard almost alluded to it, which is the 2015 Hostess Limited Edition Key Lime Slime Ghostbusters Twinkie, <laughs> where the, the kind of the filling inside is replaced with like a slightly lime tasting, <laughs> slimish filling, which uh, tied into the movie, tied into Egon's comments that you just mentioned. And um, I like, like you said, Richard, I like that you can kind of gussy up these traditional things. It's like, um, it's like buying a, a Barbie with a new hat, you know, it's the same thing, but you're just like putting like a, you know, patriotic sprinkles on it or, uh, you know, a chocolate drizzle, or in this case, filling it with like a disgusting, uh, slime filling. Um, uh, I, I love like kind of, um, Halloween sort of centric flavored things. Like when they, um, they take, they take the Cadbury cream egg and they make them like Cadbury slime eggs and they take all the disgusting yolk out and make it just like green. It tastes exactly the same, but it's just the stupid marketing <laughs> gimmick. And this is the same thing. I think the taste was almost identical with like just a slight, you know, key lime pie sort of flavor. And um, I don't know. I just thought uh, the mutability of the Twinkies are pretty fun. Key lime pie, by the way, one of those flavors that far more people eat it in like artificial candy or sweets, yeah, uh, context than actually eat key lime pie. Oh, yeah, I'd be willing to wager that. Yeah, look how disgusting! Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> mm, do you want to eat snot coming out of a Twinkie? I sure do. <laughs> Did you say so? These are one of the things where it seems like the um, the item that has become so familiar, you know, they're trying to reintroduce, re remystify the item by introducing these uh, quick turn, quick turn flavors and things like that. Um, do you think that made you? They might even be thinking maybe this will make people. It'll be so disgusting they'll long for the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll want the, the palate cleansing of an actual oh, the, cl the classic new coke strategy could be yeah go yeah. see our episode on uh uh what was it um conspiracy theories that you kind of sort of believe for, yeah uh, a, take, a take on coke um i i don't know i think you know i think that there is a marketing person behind everything that is just uh -huh. you know it, it comes down to that comment from before if twinkies if the twinkie hadn't been featured in the first ghostbusters movie um i don't think you're filling it with a slime and obviously everything is recapturing some sort of former identity with an ip so yeah. when the new ghostbusters movie came out in like 2015 it was like okay well we got this thing that everybody remembers from the first movie so let's put it in there and there you go. Let's sell. Yeah. Let's, sell, let's move some sponge cakes. So you they were. I, think I was going to say they were. So they were promoting the uh, Kristen Wiig mm -hmm. uh, one, correct? Yeah. And we wonder why the promotion didn't work when the promotion was gross, 
green, slimy Twinkies. <laughs> you wonder why that movie kind of stiffed at the box office. I, I have two questions because I, I think in in Ghostbusters, there are two beloved products, one real, one fictional, Twinkies. Yes, Stay Puft Marshmallows never were a mm. thing, right? Uh, yeah. So I wonder, was there a um, Jet Pup? Was there an actual marshmallow company that said, no, we're not going to make a monster marshmallow guy from our product? And that was that like a um, like an Eminem situation where they say no to Steven Spielberg and his alien movie, and next thing you know, Reese's Pieces is the choice of candy for um, uh, alien loving kids around the world. So I don't know. Um, no, he. I, I'm 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 looking at this right now. Yeah. Since since you since you were talking, I don't know. I was ignoring you. I was looking up. Uh, please do. I I tuned out myself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, apparently, it was it was an idea that was conceived by Dan Aykroyd as the state puffed marshmallow man, yeah. And he was inspired by a security guard that he knew at Columbia Pictures. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> and the actual design of him is kind of like this combination of the Pillsbury Doughboy uh -huh. and the Michelin Man. So, yeah, I mean, there are there were there it was more that there were elements of other popular brand ambassadors quote-unquote yeah um than anything to do with the they didn't go to like craft and yeah. want to use like a, a marshmallow craft marshmallow like icon or yeah. something like that yeah and i could see how yeah if 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 that uh company did not have an existing uh mascot that was anthropomorphized and could walk and uh, do damage if scaled up one billion times then what good is it to you? So they didn't have, right. they don't have a guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, Richard, what's your second one? All right. So I will knock off the, I think, like I said, I think there's two big ones. Second one would be the hostess cupcake. Okay. Um, and this is one where I, I respectfully disagree with the hostess website because when you go to the product section of the hostess website, they break everything down by breakfast treats, snacks, and bread. And they're trying to tell you that the chocolate cupcake, the hostess cupcake is a snack. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a breakfast treat, in my opinion. It is? The way, I, the way I live my life. This guy? This, this guy. Is a, this is a psychotic take on this cupcake. The How traditional does... dessert. I don't know, but you, but even to your point, in your story, it wasn't a dessert, wasn't had after after dinner. No, it was a snack cake. Well, that's a snack, a snack too. Michael, was your story full of because you you set up your stories? Your your very health conscious miss, uh, mother was yes. just fattening you up every day with sugar. What that has like well. a Brothers Grimm kind of thing going on, like. What was the lesson? She is was the there woman a... of many, many layers. I don't know. It, it was, was just a thing. It, it was just like this. She knew I liked to treat. My mother was very uh, sweet and, yeah, you know, whatever. And I remember, like, if, if nothing was, wasn't there, she would feel bad. I never said anything. Oh. But she, like, felt she, like, you know, tore something. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. It was, um, okay. I'm just going to. I was going you know, to say, to get beyond my own personal weirdness about eating cupcakes and for breakfast. Yeah. I like the cupcake because there's so many different strategies for eating mm. them. 
you can peel the frosting off of it and eat the frosting first. When I was a kid, I used to peel like the white curly cued kind of drizzly part. Peel that off and eat that first. Yeah. You can just kind of eat it in regular bites. You can do what I sometimes do, which is eat around the filling. So you're eating just the, the cake part that doesn't have the filling. So what you're left with is a like a cylinder of cupcake that's got all filling in the middle. That way your last couple of bites are just nothing but delicious filling, basically. Yeah. You know, this so is I, this is a lot I this is a lot that. of the same stuff in the this is a lot of the same stuff in the deposition that Jeffrey Dahmer would say too. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, I will go with you on this because this uh, I, this was one of my favorites. And then there's a there's a hipster restaurant in Glendale that serves kind of a jumbo version of this, and that yes. was what my I wife know got where me you're talking about. I yeah, think. it's pretty pretty awesome. And the, I think I think due to industrial bakery of you know emulsifiers and things like that, the fondant or ice, just the texture alone of the uh, frosting on the top is something that I just love because it's got like the right amount of pectin, chocolate, and guar gum you know, or whatever it is that right. you use to, to make something kind of seem like fondant, but even more like industrial, like it's, I don't know. It's, I, it does a know, number on me. We talked about Twinkies having this kind of like impervious to nature, impervious to time sort of feeling of it. Whatever chocolate they use to make their chocolate cakes, somehow in my, the cabinets in my kitchen, which get hot as hell, they maintain like really crispness Ooh. like they don't come out melted most of the time yeah uh, uh they they've got something they've got like a little bit of like adamantium or whatever baked into their <laughs> structure where they're like they're they're able to be undefeated look at those guys yeah and i am oh go ahead go ahead jeff i realize we're not talking about the mascots is part of the conversation uh but these hostess guys who was the guy? Is he who's is it King Cupcake? Uh, I believe so. Cap, Cap, Captain Cupcake. I'm looking. Captain King, Cupcake. King, King Don. He's was King, the King of the Ding King, Dong. Yeah. King, King Don. King Ding Dong. Okay. What were you going to say? I Richard? was going to say that I think the cupcakes are the most fun of mm -hmm. all the Hostess products, mm -hmm. partially because of the way you can eat them, like I said, and partially because I think there are so many different varieties that are that are fun. There's the, you have the chocolate ones. You've got the the golden ones, which are the chocolate with, um, oh, with yeah. a, vanilla with like type a, of, well, with like a, a angel food frosting mm -hmm. or a cake. Mm -hmm. But then you've also got sometimes during baseball season, they'll come out with the baseball ones that are white with like the red squiggly lines on top. So it looks like baseball seams. Mm -hmm. You've got the birthday cake ones. So I just, the fun varieties of cupcakes, I think, sets it apart from many other of the hostess family. Yeah, I yeah, like I've, I've never tried those those varieties. Uh, okay, uh, Michael, what's your second? Uh, my second choice is the ultra disgusting hostess fruit pie, where oh. I have I have no no love for these things as a consumable product. I've had only one of them, which was like the lemon one, because I think I'd like the tartness. But even so, the, the ooze that comes out of there is the filling is like just horrendous. The things, the concept of these things are just like these uh, overbaked kind of clamshell fruit pie thing. But they kind of exist within this kind of iconic 
hostess world. And what I especially liked about them was uh, how prevalent they were to feature like Marvel superheroes or yeah. DC superheroes <laughs> in the old like uh, fruit pie ads that were in like Marvel comics where you'd have like, I don't know, a kid stole a bike and then suddenly the Hulk would come in and like try to resolve the issue. But the only yeah. way it could be resolved is through like delicious fruit pies. Their <laughs> snack, uh, their hostess snack of choice. And this thing that was just... Um, I don't know. So, uh, so cr so crummy, but so iconic as a thing that was on the shelf. They always had the same sort of like um, awful packaging that was just like you know multiplied in different colors. Um, but one thing I also liked while looking this up was that there is a separate um, Marvel fruit pies hostess snack cake uh, portion of the Marvel universe. It is Earth 51-51914, which is like their official uh, designation for the uh, Marvel Snack Cake universe, where all all, um, uh, all conflict can be resolved through um, fruit pies, <laughs> snack cakes. And I don't remember I don't remember that seeing it in the latest like animated Spider Man movie, but I'm sure it, what somebody snack was in there. Yeah, I I'm on the Hostess website, and they only yeah. list two flavors of them. Mm. Oh, apple and cherry. That doesn't seem right. There used to be more flavors, right? Oh, for sure. Blueberry. You saw it. Yeah, I, I pick a color to put on the outside packaging, and then there was probably you know, uh, there's probably a key lime pie. Maybe that was apple. I don't know. I think um, they had a pudding variant too. Mm. I think that was that was not Hostess. That was like some oh. off brand, if I remember correctly. Okay, but I do think there were more than two. So I think those bean counters who bought Hostess probably took a look and said, well, here are the two that, that make up 48% of the sales. So the other six that make up the other 52% mm -hmm. yeah, they, had a, they also had um, blackberry back in the day and peach looking at some uh... anyway, but yeah, disgusting. I just, I, I just appreciate that this is hostess's attempt to try and make you think that they're giving you something healthy. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. fruit. They're fruit pies. You're getting fruit. Well, how much more healthy can you can you get? Yeah. You feel like the McDonald's um, hot apple pie used similar formula because I, I I remember as a, I I'm a fruit pie fan and that was like something my dad would leverage as a treat when I went over to his house on the weekend was we would go to there was a bakery thrift store. <laughs> So there was like a store where they had the stuff that was in the. I love this. Oh, yeah. oh right into Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> and I think in in LA, I only saw one on Glen in Glendale, like on San Fernando, and in Glendale. So that was like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is in the kind of the danger zone, and so they're going to go to this purgatory type of bakery shop. But the fruit pie was definitely uh, in there, and the apple was the one. But that was definitely like. Um, like some other things where you get one good bite and the rest is like pectin or, or the rest's, you know, the chemicals, you start tasting those chemicals. Uh, I feel like that with the fruit pie, but uh, that was the, uh, um, that was, that was, that was huge. But it does make me wonder, did they buy a competing brand? And now, now they make fruit pies or something like that, because, because it seems to be kind of of a different ilk entirely than the cake based stuff. You know? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, 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 okay. Did they have zingers where you guys are from? Yeah, and we will talk about zingers momentarily. Okay, okay. 
Okay, okay. All right, so we are at our halftime, and if you're not um, uh, on your way to a store to purchase a snack cake, um, maybe you will be headed there. And so on your way to to uh, to be entertained, please download uh, other episodes or stream other episodes of the Matt Rushmore podcast, and please pull over to a safe spot, or once you arrive at your destination, please share the Matt Rushmore podcast with all your friends. And Lord have mercy. If, if it hasn't become evident to you that we're running out of ideas, I'm just going to say it right now. <laughs> Please share your ideas. No, we have plenty of ideas, but we would love to hear yours. So if you have an episode uh, topic you'd like to suggest or want to be on an episode, uh, connect with us on all the socials where we're uh, available, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I think I've even joked about ones that aren't in threads. Are we on threads? All right. Uh, no. I don't know. Okay. Um, if that's even a social, I don't know if it is. So yeah, and we're back. And Michael, what's your third? Uh, no. Did I screw that up? I think Richard, what's your third? Uh, I will go with the zingers. The the, the aforementioned zingers. Okay. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, they are the densest snack cake (laughs) in snack cake uh, in the snack cake world. They just feel, I don't know, they're using a different type of yeah, of of cake. Would Paul, would Paul Holly would call them stodgy? I think he might call them a little <laughs> stodgy. <laughs> might be a little over overworked. Would Neil deGrasse um, Tyson call them antimatter or like black hole? Yeah. <laughs> so you add the the denseness of the cake to the fact that the the, the icing is like really thick and this is the, you, when you pick it up when you're at the convenience store or the mm-hmm. gas station or wherever you buy your wherever you buy your hostess snack cakes yeah um when you pick it up and then you pick up like a twinkie it's like holy cow these things are roughly the same size but this thing weighs like five times as much as a twinkie oh wow so well, this, I is feel how, like... this is how bodybuilders work out. They first start with the, they start start doing zingers <laughs> first. They do the heavy, they do the heavyweight, and then they go to they can do more reps of the Twinkies later because it's not. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's also how I am. But those reps are just the <laughs> Twinkie going straight into my mouth. Um, so you've got, I think, the value of the zinger. But yeah. for me, I know zingers because I know when they were part of the Dolly Madison family. Yeah. When the, which was later, which was later bought out by Hostess, um, and I know them from the peanut specials. That's what that's my connection to them. Yeah. Oh, I think that's kind of everyone's connection mm-hmm. to them. Is you know you would be watching, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and there would be a commercial on, and suddenly the kids are, you know, everyone's making fun of Charlie Brown, but then he has a host or, or a. Dolly Madison zinger and everything's okay or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the hell it was. I don't I don't remember specifics. I should have watched it. I should I should have done my research ahead of the show. I should have watched yeah. a couple of the ads, but uh it didn't do it. Guys, we're doing an episode on hostess snack cakes. If you're expecting a lot of research on this episode, <laughs> there are plenty of episodes where we did more research. This is not gonna be one of them. And I I, I did do a little bit of research on the Zingers, and I didn't realize that um, with the release of the real Ghostbusters cartoon series, mm. there was an ecto-cooler flavored Zinger. Wow. That's super cross-branding. 
It was a vanilla a vanilla filling topped with a thick orange flavor icing, and the cake was colored green. Wow. They also had a Teenage, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles variety of snack cakes. And really? they had uh, the cream was green to, for the ooze. And they had a Splinter Krang and the Four Turtles on the wrappers. And they actually produced wow. those for six years. I never saw this. I, I, I'm kind of skeptical that it actually happened. Maybe it just didn't make its way out to Fresno. I don't know. <laughs> but I find it interesting that Zingers was the... I don't know. Maybe maybe they felt like Twinkies and Cupcakes were so iconic they didn't need to really, for the most part, and I know we talked about Twinkies a little bit with the Ghostbusters one, but for the most part back in the 80s, they were just Twinkies and Cupcakes. They didn't do the corporate branding, the t- movie tie-ins. For whatever reason, Zingers whether it's Peanuts or Real Ghostbusters or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they were really tying in hard to kids' cartoons with the Zingers. And I just find that interesting. I don't know why the Zinger was the product that they chose to be their main focal point for their TV tie-ins. It's because there are... Okay, it's like, think about about, um, Walt Disney, you know? You don't see like Mickey Mouse in a ton of movies or products because they hold him separate. He can only yeah. do he can only do special things. That's Twinkies and cupcakes, right? Those those are the top tier ones. But you get that that kind of like that whorish zinger in there, and we can just slap anything on zinger. It doesn't matter. <laughs> zinger can be everybody. It can be anybody. We don't actually care about zinger. We're gonna run him out in another costume and be like, okay, now you know what you're. Uh, uh, not quite goofy, but just like you can do whatever. It doesn't matter. We don't yeah. care what you, we don't care the negative Im, you, the negative impact or the negative comments that we get on Zinger. Uh, we'll take those. So, so you're saying like if Chip and Dale were selling Winston cigarettes? Yeah, they'll do that. They're like the Zingers <laughs> of. They'll do that. They're not um, this kind of uh, deified, this holy kind of cow or her sacred sacred cow. Holy cow. Oh, there's there's, Holy there's, cow. there's definitely like a higher council. There's an Illuminati <laughs> that's uh, watching out for like snack cake brands to make sure that like okay, we're uh, we can we can screw around with these guys, but uh, yeah. And I, I growing up, zingers weren't available all the time. It was something at the convenience store. Sometimes they had them, and then they'd go away for a little while. Then they'd come back. It always felt like a big deal whenever they had zingers. And I think mm-hmm. zingers are just personally my favorite of the snack cakes. If I go into a gas station and I'm looking for a snack cake and they have zingers, I'm probably going to get a zinger. Do you, so one, at one point, I think I want to discuss the um, free trade, the free market uh, and how it applies to these. So it's lunchtime and you sit down and you, you don't like something that you have and you want to trade for something else or whatever. Which of the most which is the most valuable of what we've seen? We see. Well, let me ask. Let me ask Michael what his next one is, and then then I want to start thinking. Like, do do a um um I don't know. Do, do a draft. Maybe we do a draft of these things. Michael, what's your third? Uh, my third choice is the um, Hostess donuts, which are the little oh. white powdered sugar donuts that. Um, Again, I'm looking through my list, 
and all of my choices are just mistakes, right? Like <laughs> the slime green Twinkie, the, uh, the fruit pie, and now these donuts that you think are going to be amazing, right? Yeah. And you have one of them and you're like, oh, you start to, you know, that kind of powdered sugar coats the inside yeah. of your mouth so that like, you know, any like, like lava could go down your like mouth and throat and you'd be fine. Because you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're officially like, uh, you know, encapsulated by like this uh, powdered sugar. And then you think you're going to have another one. And then you're just like done for it. Like they're just, yeah, they just, it's too much of every little part of it. Even though there's only like a few of them in the a little package, you think you can get through all of them. And your mouth is just like this. It's mm -hmm. like it, it's like a reverse Captain Crunch, where Captain Crunch like shreds your mouth. It just protects you yeah. totally. You could go into any sort of um, uh, uh, I don't know uh, situation and consume anything after that. You know, like it's like Homer Simpson <laughs> like uh, like drinking a candle so he can uh, you know eat like the. the <laughs> five alarm chili five alarm yeah. chili like um, oh, yeah. that, like you're fine after that but um i don't yeah. know i think that i think where hostess is so good is like all of their little snack cakes and things look so appealing whether they yeah. taste amazing that's you know you can have a some there's some that you can have a couple of right but and but there's definitely a limit on all of these things like they they definitely yeah. are like okay no one is putting down like you know four racks of Twinkies you're getting you're mm -hmm. getting really sick and I think the donuts kind of fall into uh, uh, another sort of um, they're too they're too good to be true they're just not quite, mm -hmm. not quite. I would like no. to point out that on the hostess website they list them under breakfast treats okay oh I don't know what the hell's going on with their their classification system here. I also I guess because it's a donut based thing, and donuts are kind of breakfasty. I suppose. Yeah, maybe. On the site, does it also delineate? Because now I think we all agreed on our topic as snack cakes, and we've got a pie, and now we've got a donut. So I wonder, um, do we have a it just says well, breakfast you know, they, treats, they, snacks, and yeah. bread. Okay. You know, they call me oh, they call like... me the bad they call me the bad boy of podcasting. So sometimes I break the rules, and I don't even care. <laughs> what do you want me to do? That's what they call me. I, yeah, I, I think I would. I would. I would. I think you could successfully argue the donuts because it's a cake donut. It's a cake donut. Yeah, cake donut that is based off of. I think okay. you could get there with that. The fruit pie okay, is a little you. speechious, but I think thank the donuts you, are yeah. okay. Well, of ho of of the three words, hostess and snack are valid, but um, cake, I don't know. That might be the, the stickler there. So uh, what is your fourth? All right, fourth, fourth, Richard. Yeah, what is my fourth? Can I remember what it was? Oh, yes. Um, it is the snowball. Oh, God, the forbidden. This is like a bridge too far, <laughs> the snowball. And that's why really? I chose it. I don't really like a snowball because it's coconut, and I'm just not a big fan of coconut sweets. Agreed. Um, but I was fascinated. I, a, a, I'm fascinated by the idea that it's just, it, it's just a lot. <laughs> it's just, yeah. there's a lot going on with the snowball. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently there is something, and I don't. I doubt Michael is going to pick this as his last pick. The Casbar? No, not. No. Has anyone ever heard of this? No. It's like this six-layer 
uh, uh, snack. It's got like caramel and like cream frosting and like icing and then the cake and then maybe something else on top along with it. Mm-hmm. There are oh, a yeah, couple definitely. of items. That's one. And then the snowball's the other one where it's just like, you can see the guys at Hostess. You can see their brains working overtime, trying to figure out what can we do to innovate? Mm-hmm. What can we do to make, what can we do to make something special? And I chose the snowball specifically because I didn't realize this until a, f- a few weeks ago, this actually came up on, I think a podcast I was listening to or somewhere. The snowball is essentially an upside down cupcake that's got a marshmallow uh, coating around it and then it's rolled in the pink coconut. Mm-hmm. But if you were to strip off the marshmallow coating, it's just an upside down cupcake. Which is amazing to me that, and this was invented in post-World War Two. So it's amazing to me that Hostess actually uh, sort of invented the, the Taco Bellization of food. Where we're just taking the same five ingredients and trying to figure oh, out yeah. how we can reuse it. Yeah. I just wondered if there was like some sort of mix-up at, ho- at, at a Hostess factory and they wound up with like three times as many cupcakes made as they needed. And they're sitting around going, well, shit. What are we going to do with all these extra cupcakes? And someone said, well, why don't we just, I don't know, roll them in marshmallows. Mm -hmm. See what happens. And that's how the snowball was born. Yeah, I don't, I can't get behind snowballs. I've never met somebody who said they enjoy them. I I don't understand them, really. The marsh, maybe it's the marshmallow. It's just something that, it seems like, it, you know, it seems like Hustler magazine. Like we got Playboy, we got Penthouse. It's just like who's <laughs> who, who's who's buying this? Who's buying this thing that's sitting on the back? That Dusty, all Dusty, sitting on the back of the shelf at the convenience store. Right. I don't know. They, uh, then, I, I'm looking at the a picture of one, and it's kind of like a, it's like cut in half, so you can see inside of it. Yeah. The the so your 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 color scheme is pink and brown. Could there be a more disgusting combination of two colors <laughs> than pink and brown with a little bit of white kind of like uh, mixed in just to cleanse the palette, so to speak? Yeah, I'm with, yeah, I'm I mean, with you. Visually, it's it's a, it's a it's odd. Yeah. Now, is that the strawberry snowball? Because I thought the snowball was white. Uh, no, it's normal. pink. It's pink coconut. It's a pink. It's snowball by its in its standard variant is pink. Oh, okay. yes. It, feel, it feels like a product of like the late 1950s. Um, obviously, I think you said it came out before that, but just like the pinkness of it feels like of age of like that kind of like plastic Americanization. Oh, yeah. Kind of uh, yeah. flamingo, kind of imported tiki culture. Yeah. Uh, whatever that is, it feels like part part of that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I wonder if Margot Robbie consumes one in the Barbie movie or something. Oh, sure. It almost seems like a. An accoutrement. I feel confident that she will. Yeah. Uh, Michael? Okay, my last choice. I I have been uh, tearing down these hostess snack cakes for how uh, disgusting they are, but I will tell you one that is my absolute favorite. It's so delicious in terms of taste, in terms of 
um, its size in terms of uh, how perfect a little snack is and it's the hostess cinnamon streusel coffee cake oh i don't know if it's like if it does major business but i had one recently and it floored me how good it was it oh, wow. every little part of it it's very simple it's got like this little ribbon of like cinnamon sugar that kind of runs through the mm -hmm. coffee cake part it has like a nice little crunchy outside it's got this great texture mm -hmm. and they're small enough that they're like you can have one and you're like oh but not big enough that you don't that you're like um overloaded by these things and i yeah. cannot, i could not recommend it more it is one of the best um little desserts that i've i've ever had like, little <laughs> snack that i've ever had they're so good these little just tiny what little what's the dimension what's the dimension like they how big are probably, they i would say that they are like two inches by two inches by two inches square you know kind of uh, -huh. uh not squared what's the other one diameter all of it it's shipping dimensions are two inches oh okay two inches oh okay okay, okay. you know they're not like huge they're not like donut size they're just like off oh, the right amount yeah. of snack cake yeah uh that one seems the most civilized to me like of of any of these that i could imagine you know martha stewart well not martha stewart uh, <laughs> um, you know a sophistic a sophisticated <laughs> eating that yeah unfortunately seems... yeah unfortunately its mascot is a nazi Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, they make some bad choices. It's a very like you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's not good. It's stomping all over yeah. the rest of the other um, all over <laughs> the rest of the snack cakes. Goose goose stepping all over yeah. them. So preferences aside, I'm mm. curious what you think. Um, it's lunchtime, and we're gonna do we're gonna um, um, do the draft of. Like, what's the most high value of these? Do you think? Who goes? Uh, like, I would, Richard. I would argue, likely the Twinkie. The Twinkie. Yeah, I it's think good. that's the one that has the most universal appeal. Yeah. I it seems like Pepcake are one and two, probably the Ding Dong after that. Okay. Because they look like a hockey puck, so that's kind of fun. Ding yeah. Dongs are very, um, very stable. It's a good travel. It's a good traveling cup, you know, snack cake. Was yeah. Ding Dong? It, do I, I recall the Ding Dong was packaged, and then there was foil around it. Yes. Okay. So, like I said, they look like a big foil hockey puck, which I said. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's fun. Then probably the Ho Ho after that, just because if you're trading with middle school kids, the name's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's a good. So one. there's that. I would say probably the zinger after that. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know. It's it's a big drop off after that. Yeah. So now you're trading in snowballs and fruit pies and yeah. baby bun cakes and things like that. Yeah. And, 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 and you're not getting much for that. You might get a bag of corn chips for one of those. <laughs> Maybe. But not yeah. even Fritos, like the store, generic store brand corn chips. Yeah, store brand. You're not going to be too excited about that. It's like a no. white bother. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, here's my reaction to it. You know, um, I thank you guys for putting your heart. In... What I loved about this topic is because it took me back to childhood, like kind of immediately. But uh, I'm going. Uh, Hostess Cupcake. One, Richard, you made a really compelling statement about the variance and the cupcake as a vessel or cupcake is almost like a... Um, 
a canvas and then the amount of stories that can be told and variants and then go and zinger uh because you educated me on like the um the the mass and density of the zinger too and there's some other um promotional kind of considerations i for one have more nostalgia with the zinger with uh you know charlie brown and all that kind of stuff key lime twinkie because did never heard about it and if there's anything to make you value what the real twinkie is it's the key lime twinkie and donuts because that was my diet as a little kid a comic book an x-men <laughs> comic book a claremont era x-men comic book and a eat a, a diet pepsi and a half a bag of donuts all of which helped make you the the man mountain that you are today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this has been the Mount Rushmore of host hostess snack cakes. Uh, I'm the we are the hosts of the hosts. You are the hostess. With the least I'm always Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. We did it. <laughs>